0: Welcome back to another episode of It's all geek to me a podcast where we discuss anything and everything geek related. I'm Trey.
1: Oh boy that must mean that I'm Tim. Oh man we are uh, we're jumping back back into our MCU rewatch because me and Trey have a little bit of a civil war going on and that's ironic. Because we're talking about Captain America, Civil War today. Because you know, it's all geek to me. If it's a comic book or a comic movie, it's all geek to me. If it's some sort of game or a show on TV, it's all geek to me.
0: Right, so Captain America: Civil War, Marvel yeah, movie number did America. No clue what number we're on, but we're in the final stretch. This is, this is the end game. Oh, okay, <laughs> I see you did there. Uh huh. First, uh, I I'm actually kind of surprised. Um, so Ant Man's the last one in Phase Two, and so technically this is the first movie of Phase Three.
1: It yeah. is such a massive movie to start Phase Three off. Well it's it's basically and every I watch every time I watch the movie I'm reminded of it. It's a mini Avengers movie.
0: It really is. It's a mini like, Avengers.
1: You're you're just missing Thor and um Hulk. Hulk. And, and, and Nick Fury. And you And Nick Fury, yeah. But like but, it's got everything else. Yeah. And so it's 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 pretty much there. I mean and Nick Fury's like, barely in Infinity War. Yeah, but I would also say like
0: that is this is probably the most controversial part of this movie. Um most people I don't think say this movie is bad at all from what I could gather. Yes. This movie is very highly regarded in all the Marvel like watches and all the Marvel movies. But the one thing that you will always see this isn't a Captain America movie. This is an Avengers 2.0 or 2.5.
1: Yeah, I hear that a lot and too.
0: The thing is, I see it both ways. I, I yeah, can, I can see it on both sides, and so it's hard. It's hard to pinpoint which one it is. So I want to ask you, what is you, in your opinion? What do you think it is more of, a mini Avengers or an Avengers movie or a Captain America movie?
1: So I think I lean towards Captain America, for me personally. Like I see okay. where people say, like, oh, it's an Avengers movie. Cause they're, cause they're all there and it's involving all of them, which is true. Like a a lot of the story does involve that, like the Avengers as a group, but I think the difference is it's not affecting them as a group as much as it's affecting Captain America. Yeah. Like Captain America is like, you have the Sokovia Accords, which is affecting the group, but then you have the Bucky situation. You have, um, Zemo as a as a villain you have the other winter soldiers like the threat of the the five other winter soldiers and so you have all these other things going on that really just affect captain america and the story is is focused on him yeah. yes you have scenes where it's tony and like other people but it's primarily focused on cap and so with that with it being focused on him mainly it i i say it's a captain america movie I I would agree. I
0: think when it comes to what the movie's about, it's about Captain America through and through. It's about his personal mm-hmm. journey with Bucky. And that makes it a Captain America movie. Um, but at the same time, like I said, I can see it other way where it's like, well, you have all the Avengers here. They all play a major yes. role. Um, maybe not to the point where their character arcs change, but they play a role to help Captain America in his progression.
1: Hundred percent. And actually something and I actually if it's cool with you, can we jump into one of our categories? Yeah, let's go. Um, which one? Which is gonna be the, the the story, the villain hero story, the overall story, motivations, character arcs. Cause something that I, I wrote down when I was watching it was I love that all the main characters have their own compelling arcs. So yes. like um and I and this isn't all of them, so before anyone listening is like, oh my gosh, Tim, you missed so many of them. This is just a couple that really stood out to me. Um Bucky is dealing with like his like almost his worth. Like, um, like if he's worth it. You know, yeah. so like he literally asked Cap one time, he's like, I don't know if I'm worth all of this. And so he's dealing with like, okay, all the things I did in my past as the winter soldier, as this assassin, as this killer. Now all these heroes are fighting for me. Am I worth it? So he's really dealing with that, like self worth. Am I worth all this struggle and this fighting? Yeah, and trying to like prove his name. Uh, Black Panther is trying to avenge his father. Like that is a compelling story arc that he has a full, like completed arc. Like some of the other like characters have things going on, but they don't complete in this movie. Like I would say this really starts Spider Man's arc, Um, but I would say Black Panther has a full complete arc of loving son in the shadows superhero dad dies becomes filled with vengeance by the end goes, no, I'm not being consumed with vengeance anymore. Yeah. And so he has a full arc. Um, Tony, he's trying to justify his actions in the past. He sees New York. He sees, uh, all his time as Iron Man. He sees Sokovia, uh, him losing pepper all his time as Iron Man, as he sees all the wrong that it's brought the death, the destruction, the pain. And he's trying to almost justify it. And he's trying to be like, okay, it was okay because now, this, now the UN is in charge of the Avengers. So I'm not the one that's getting the blame. Somebody yeah. else is, sends me somewhere else and someone else is thinking through all these things. And so he's almost trying to justify things. And then it, it goes on. Like Cap's trying to defend Bucky and trying to like save the world. And he's going through this arc of, really trying to um stand his ground for what he believes in even though everyone else is telling him that he's wrong. And so all these people have like complete arcs so I can definitely see why people are saying oh it's an Avengers 2.0. But yeah. I think Cap has the most complete arc and the most complete story within this movie.
0: Agreed. And I would also if we're talking about the story we have to talk about the villain yes um, with with the Captain America Civil War movie it is loosely based off of the comic um Civil War
1: very loosely I,
0: <laughs> it's actually not as loose as you think it is okay that's um, good. there is a lot of elements in the movie and the comics that are the same but they had to tweak because of the MCU of course um but there are some major differences that people bring up <laughs> one of them being there's no real villain in the comics in the comics is a straight civil war on ideals so it is yeah. superheroes against superheroes and you have captain america versus iron man and so in that you choose one of them to be the villain and to be honest the comics make it out where iron man is the villain like it's pretty clear that iron man is in the wrong in the comics
1: okay that's um, interesting because i've was going to mention a little later when uh kind of talking about the story like you can definitely see both sides in this movie mm-hmm. like whether you agree with a sokovia accords or not you know team cap team iron man you have logical points for both sides yes. i personally stand with cap like i think Same. i think the safest hands are still their own compared to the un and the government because you like leading up to this you've seen how corrupt the government is in this universe at times and so yeah I stand with Cap, but I have, I know a lot of friends that are like, no, it's Team Iron Man all the way, and so I see the both sides of the argument, so it's interesting Mm -hmm. that in the comics, it's definitely Iron Man's the
0: villain. Yeah, and it's mostly because, so first off, the, the comic book series line spans the entire Marvel universe, so when this comic was coming out, every issue that was being released from, like, The Amazing Spider-Man series to the Punisher series to Captain America to Iron Man. All these individual series that would come out on a monthly basis, they were all interconnected into this major universe and this major storyline that overarched everything. That's cool. And then you also had these Civil War stories. So the way it's set up is a few months leading up to the Civil War, you had something called the Road to Civil War, and they were promoting it that way, saying, hey, it's coming, Read these to know what's going on. Mm -hmm. Then you had in the major issues of each of the series, you had like Civil War number one. And then like a month later, you had Civil War number two. But in between those times, you also had all the other single issues from like all the other characters. And then at the very end, you had the aftermath of Civil War huge huge comic uh storyline i don't even know how long it was i wouldn't be surprised if it was like over a year like there was a whole year worth of civil war stuff
1: that's kind of why i said like loosely based on it because i do know it's a massive comic book arc it is and story and it's hard to fit all of those like comics in a single movie and And, we are we are getting to the stage in the mcu where the movies are longer they're you know broaching that you know 220 230 range
0: yeah this one was like but 248
1: still. two hours
0: 48 minutes
1: yeah That's i think sure. i think around that longest one to date for sure um, for sure
0: but what i the reason i'm talking about this widespread issue is even though it was so many comics and i highly recommend you read them like anyone who's interested in this read them there are good comics the movie is actually, in my opinion, a little bit better. Really? I, I liked what they did with the movie because it tied things together nicely in mm-hmm. a way that Civil War kind of was a little bit, like, reachy. And that's with okay. comics. Like, a lot of these comic book characters, they do reach. So, like, Iron Man, or we'll, we'll start with the beginning. The very first start of the comics is you have a group of young superhero people Who want to be famous and they go after a terrorist who is also a superhero. And he's like, nope, you're playing with the big boys here. Like, no. (laughs) And explodes himself, basically, and kills not only the whole young adults or the young team, but he kills 600 civilians. Oh, geez. And so that ignites the government saying, nope, we need regulation. So that's the same there. The whole idea is that there is a regulation of the government saying superheroes need to be in check and in order to do that you have to register your number and you have to unmask yourself so superheroes like spider-man daredevil and try to think of some other masked ones um uh black panther would have been one uh yellow jacket at the time i think would have been one so all these characters that were masked that had a secret identity had to come forward and say this is who i am you can put me under the government's control, basically. Interesting. And Iron Man, Iron Man, Yellow Jacket, and Mr. Fantastic all side together and say, this is for the better of the world. And they start promoting unmasking everyone. Mm-hmm. And what they end up doing is they start hunting down anyone who has not and basically saying, you're going to prison or we're going to kill you. Wow. It's not very
1: superhero-y of them.
0: Um, Yeah, and so there's a progression there. And so I think I like what the Marvel Universe did, mostly because there's no secret identities here. Spider-Man has it, but that's it. And it made more sense to have the ideals more surrounding the destruction that they had caused. It's more personal. Mm. Whereas in the comics, it's not personal at all. You have so many superheroes that it it had to come down to secret identities and less ideals, because mm-hmm. you wouldn't have that personal touch.
1: Yeah, and I mean, it's so I it's like so widespread. Movie. Yeah, that not everyone was involved during certain fights. Not everyone was there. So, they're like, why am I being punished for something these people did? When it's more about, you know, who you who you are. The government needs to know who you are, so exactly. they can keep an eye on you. That makes and that so, makes sense. I do like what you're saying. I do like the movie how it is it is set up really well.
0: In in the comics, um, spoilers for the comics, like moving forward like towards like the aftermath and things of the Civil War comics, it's been out for a while. There's already a second Civil War, so um Baron Zemo is actually in the comics as well. He's just not okay the main antagonist. They actually form the Thunderbolts. And so we're actually going to oh, get yeah, movies yeah. here soon. We're yeah, um, we're
1: getting that in the MCU.
0: But to kind of show you how much of a villain Iron Man was portrayed in the comics compared to the movie, Iron Man goes to all these reformed villains. I'm talking Venom, I'm talking uh, Bullseye, Electra, uh, Moon. Well, Moon Knight would have been kind of a villain at that point. He's also going uh, with Zemo and like all these villains mm-hmm. and saying, all right, you're my team to go hunt them down. And so he's turning to the villains to actually hunt down these people that are not going to do their identity. Yeah. Um, And then on top of that, Spider-Man is convinced to join Iron Man's side. Yeah, because there's the famous
1: scene of the unmasking um, of Spider-Man. And
0: it isn't until a few issues later that he comes to realize he made the mistake and he actually defers and joins Captain America's side. Oh, cool. Um, And so he's a big turning point where the Punisher aiming at Captain America to kill him because he's the one leading the charge. Spider-Man jumps in the way and basically gets shot and he almost dies. And so the Punisher comes down. It's like, I did not mean to do this. This is not what I was supposed to be doing. This is wrong. He's just a kid. And they have this whole scene where the Punisher kind of like is wishy-washy. Captain America freaks out and basically tells Spider-Man he's the best of them all. Like It's Aww. one of a very famous scene where it's Captain America holding Spider-Man saying, no one would have done that, and that's why you're the best of all of us. Oh, Yeah. That's and so, so it's uh, such a good scene in a very long storyline. Moving away from yeah. that, because I know you don't want to hear me just talk all about the comics.
1: I mean, the it'd be movie, interesting, but... <laughs>
0: The movie itself, I love that they didn't do anything with the villains. And what they did was, let's make a villain be the one who's trying to tear them apart. Because that makes sense in a way that is more personal to their stories. Baron Zemo has a very personal reason to tear them apart. He doesn't want to kill them. He just wants them gone. They've caused too much
1: destruction. And I do like that he actually has of like you mentioned like it's a, it's a very relatable story like his entire family died in Avengers 2 Age of Ultron when Sokovia is attacked like his yeah. whole entire family was wiped out wife kids parents all of them and he's like and he I love how he also like he has a line where he's like more powerful people has tried than me to take out the Avengers and failed he's like I knew I couldn't do it but oh, yeah. they could do it to each other and i'm like dude that's so smart like i i when i first saw this movie when it like first came out i was like oh like it's cool but it's like i'm not a fan of the villain but like as i've you know watched it more and watched the whole sequence and everything it's just he's such a good villain and has such a great story and it's just yeah he's great
0: baron zemo in the comics have always been one of my favorite villains to see him on the screen, I would agree with you. The first time, I was a little lost. I was like, "How? How did that all make sense?" It, it sometimes I felt yeah. it felt almost too lucky at times that Iron Man mm-hmm. ended up being at the very end, or that um, he was at the right place at the right time. And it never made sense to me that Bucky never actually blew up the the place for whatever reason. The first time I watched it. I thought Bucky blew up the conference oh, at the end. Of it. I yeah. never caught on that he did that to pull him out of hiding. And so yeah. because of that, it never really made sense. And then the more I watched it, the more I'm like, Oh, you are a mastermind. Like you knew exactly Seriously. who was going to do what. Maybe you didn't see all of it. Cause there was a few times where you could tell that he's like adjusting like on the fly. Mm-hmm. But by the end you're like, yeah, he knew what he was doing and all he wanted to do was make sure Captain America and Iron Man both saw the video. Yeah. And that's all he cared all about it was. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was so, so good and like I always forget that he kills the winter soldiers. Um mm-hmm. like the extra ones and so every time I get to that scene I'm like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> that's not even what this is about. Like the yeah. whole point of that was just to draw them there. Like that was the only reason he was going after the Winter Soldiers. Because, like, the whole movie, you're like, oh, he's going to use them as weapons to kill, you know, the Avengers. And it's like, no, like, he's just using them to literally draw the the two most, you know, influential Avengers to that point at the same time. Yeah.
0: Now, two, two tidbits, and then I'll give you my score for the, the story. One, I wish this story had more... Um stakes I guess. So, yes, they were okay. pulled apart. I think that was a huge stake. We've talked about it where if this movie never occurred, Infinity War would have been only one movie. We would not have yeah. had Endgame. Thanos would have died. Yeah. The reason Infinity War works is because this movie pulled the Avengers apart. Yes. However, what I was hoping for going into this movie was major deaths because mm. the comics has two major deaths in this series one is goliath um he actually dies by a clone of thor Um, and that's what actually causes almost the aftermath of this is like oh right now is no longer like this civil uh, dispute this is a war like people are dying the second death is captain america at the, they they come to an agreement. He goes up to the stairs of the court to go on trial, and someone shoots him, and he dies. Ooh. Um. Of course, it's Marvel, so people get brought back all the time. So he gets brought back yeah. at one point or another. But I was going into this movie hoping that there would be a major death somewhere, that maybe Black Widow would have died, or maybe Hawkeye coming out of retirement would actually pass away, or something, to feel like this had major stakes that there was no way of you coming back from. So that's my only kind of like negative side of this. Yeah. Um, And I know I said I had two things, but I can't think of what the other one was. (laughs) So I I think with that, I did bring it down half a point.
1: So 9.5 for you? It is a 9.5. This movie,
0: I... I don't have a lot to say that this story is just perfect for what. Yeah, I, to do.
1: I, I, I actually, sh- I kind of disagree with you. Um, I think there was stakes. Like, I think, like the team being pulled apart was massive in this in in the universe. Um, because of just how closely knit everyone was, and especially after like Age of Ultron, like everyone was so tightly knit to where it was like. It almost it was foresee unforeseeable that something would pull them apart and rip them apart. Um, I also didn't li- I like that they didn't kill anyone in this one because the MCU hasn't really had that yet. Um, because like Quicksilver was the first um, yeah. death, but that one was kind of you know you you knew him for three fourths of a movie, so it wasn't like it it wasn't a massive pull. Um, I think the fact that there weren't any deaths in this movie made infinity war with the snap that much more impactful um so That's fair. and i really do think with the way that the mcu is structured if there was a a like if one superhero killed another superhero i don't think there would ever be a a resolution to that um in the way the mcu is set up i think it was just That's personalities fair. and everything there wouldn't be a way to bring them back together um all right. I think there'll always be someone on the outs. So, that's just my opinion though. Uh but I gave this a 10. I thought the story overall was awesome. I thought it was amazing. Yeah. <sighs> Are we going to be biased here? Is this is this going to be our top one? <laughs> Probably.
0: Yeah. Like I just <laughs> Yeah. As we were watching through it, I think you and I both watched like half the movie at one point, And then we went back and watched the other half. And we caught each other after we watched the first half. And we had like a very brief discussion. And I remember us both saying, wow, this movie, you watch it and it feels different. Yes. It, it feels different than all the movies that came before. And I'm not talking about production-wise. Because I do think production-wise it feels the same. It just feels alive i think is the yeah word i have
1: yeah and i think that's honestly like the it just has such a tension in it that just make it so good because like all the other movies have tension but this just feels so different i think it's because it's like team member on team member brother on brother you yeah. know like family on family and because of that tension back and forth between the the two teams you just feel it and you're like oh geez like these powerhouses are going at each other. <laughs>
0: exactly. It It's so good. So let, let's go ahead and just move to another category then. I want to talk about acting. Heck yeah. Um, this category, it's a lot. There's a lot of actors in this movie. Um, there were people, there were actors that they didn't know they were going to get until the very last minute. There were actors that didn't have to audition for a role, they just got the role. Yeah. Um. There were actors who, there was one actor who I think got paid forty million, I think, for his appearance. Jeez, who was um that? We're talking uh, Robert. Downing, Is that Robert Downey Jr.? Jr.? Yeah, it makes At sense. At this point, he was such in popular demand for the Marvel universe. The fact that he wanted, they wanted him in a Captain America movie. They asked him, "Is like, do you want to do this?" And they had a, they had a contingency. The Russo brothers were going to do the Mad Bomb storyline of Captain America, which has to do with Zemo. They were going to move away from Civil War, okay. If if Robert Downey Jr. did not want to come back, um, luckily he said yes, and so we have him in the movie, and it's great. Um, oh yeah, and he I think the the contract was like you got forty million just to be in it, and sure. then on you get more money if it beats out Winter Soldier because the stipulation was. If this movie does better than Winter Soldier, it has to do partly because he was in it.
1: Oh yeah, I can see that.
0: So yeah, he got paid a lot for it, and he does great. Yeah, this is one of oh, his. Oh, he does best. amazing.
1: Yeah, like I actually liked him movie, in this movie better than he was in Iron Man Two and Iron Man Three. Honestly, yeah, I would agree. The acting in this movie is killer, and it's absolutely amazing. And then you got to think like you have all the all the uh, classic heroes. Yep, but then you also have. Chadwick Boseman introduced you he's the one that Tom did not have Holland to
0: do it. Chadwick Boseman did not need to audition for his role I'm not surprised they met with <laughs> like, him is like what do you want to do
1: <laughs> yeah like he's amazing and I actually know. that's something I put down was was uh Chadwick Boseman Tom Holland Paul Rudd I feel like they almost steal every scene they're in um, because of just how like for da- very different reasons yeah. Like Paul Rudd is just so funny and his line delivery is so comical that it's just you can't help but like be drawn to his character. Um, Tom Holland is just like it's Spider-Man and he does great like yeah. and it's perfect. And then Chadwick is just plays that serious like like royal persona so well that it's just like you can't help but like again be drawn to him. And so and they stand they, out in all their scenes.
0: They do such a good job too because something that they it was on their backs for this
1: was to be
0: is it possible to integrate some of these characters who are a little bit more out there in their abilities compared to what is very well grounded in the original Avengers because the only superheroed person is really Captain America in the Avengers yeah uh, well and so Thor. now you're bringing Spider Man Thor's a god
1: so yeah and Hulk
0: fair but like i'm thinking like just more <laughs> comical and kind of whimsical characters into yeah, what like seems ant-man and grounded. spider-man yeah. yeah and they do it so well like this without a doubt in my mind made me be like yeah we could have a spider-man movie we could have spider-man yeah. with these people it makes sense it feels good yeah it feels it flows and it was on their backs to do that i think they really had to like sell it and yeah so good
1: and i think it also goes to show just how good the writers are like they had amazing writers like for the dialogue like i feel like a lot of movies like this can have cheesy dialogue especially when you're having like friends fight each other Um yeah. but this one just like the acting was incredible with the way they delivered those lines but the writing of the lines were just so perfect um
0: and i also like, also especially like uh going, going with the writing though the russo yeah. brothers You'll see this Infinity War, you see it in Endgame when they direct it. But they know the other characters from other people's directing too. Yes, because they all feel unique and they all feel distinct. So like when they're writing for Captain America, Falcon and like that group, it feels like the Winter Soldier writing. Yes. But when you're when you're writing for Iron Man, it feels like an Iron Man movie when he's talking, yeah. like
1: Yeah. That that's hard to balance. That is, it's hard to do, um, but yeah, I I just think the way it, it all ties together, writing and acting, and they just it was just perfect in this movie, and great. And I, you know, we can keep singing its praises all day long. <laughs> but I gave it a ten. Ten?
0: Yeah. I gave it a nine.
1: I'm so far tens across the board. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I gave it a nine mostly because there's there's a few. I don't know. I just. I guess maybe I just didn't want to give it a ten. I don't know if I want to like give it a perfect score or not. But like, there are a few moments where I'm like, all right. I wish I could have seen more from them, or I wish I could have seen. I don't know, because like what I'm thinking is specifically, vision. I wish I could have seen a little bit more from. uh, I can't think of the actor.
1: Paul Bettany. Paul
0: Bettany. Um, when we do get to see his emotion, especially
1: with Wanda, that
0: was top notch. But I see, think the thing some is, of the other moments weren't.
1: Yeah, I mean, I could. Well, my thinking with that was he wasn't there yet. Like he was still a robot emotionally. Like the only person that's he's really true. opening up to is Wanda, and that's where that relationship is start where, Like when he, especially when he's making like the Pepper Cash or however you say it, um, or attempting to for her. Yeah. Like, that's really when you start to see that emotion for him. But with everyone else and in every other situation, he is still, like, a robot. And then when we get to Avengers Infinity War and and Endgame, well, not really Endgame, but Infinity War, um, <laughs> he is definitely far looser and yeah. emotional because he's gone through so much now. And he has that actual that's... relationship with Wanda. And so it shows the character development because he's a little less than he was robotic from an age of Ultron but it's a it's a journey yeah so you know
0: what you've convinced me
1: I will bump it up to a
0: 9.5 not not a full 10 but I'll at least do a 9.5 um the other person I was going to say is Rhodey um Don Cheadle I personally don't think he shines until Infinity War I would agree maybe not even Infinity War Endgame is where he really shines
1: yeah, I could definitely see that. And I, I honestly, I do think he shines in, in Infinity War. I think he does his role. His role in this is to be the Iron Man sidekick. Almost like Falcon is for Captain America. But I think the only reason that Falcon is more memorable and more of a bigger piece is because it's a Captain America movie, not an Iron Man movie. That's so true. Don Cheadle doesn't have a lot of screen time. He's there in the first meeting, and then you really don't see him again until the airport. And so... He does. I think. I think he does his role. He does what he's supposed to do.
0: <laughs> you haven't convinced me to go up to ten, but I'll, I'll stay Excellent. at nine point five. <laughs> I wasn't trying to. <laughs> I know. All right. Um. I don't know. I'm just looking at a random one. Color choices, costumes.
1: All right. Um. I did more. I mean, there's color all throughout this movie in the sense of like red versus blue. Like Iron yeah, Man for, is, the, for the two team sides red cap is blue you know and so there's there's always that i mainly looked at costumes um Same. i thought all the costumes are great all the suits were great um but there also wasn't enough for me to be like oh my gosh this is absolutely incredible and it might be because <laughs> like i'm used to spider-man now it's like this is the first time you see his suit Yeah. and so but i'm used to it and so or like black panther first time you see his suit, but again, I'm kind of used to it, so it might have been that, but I thought everything was great. I thought the color was cool, I thought the the suits were cool. um, I thought everything was good, but I wasn't like absolutely blown away. Gotcha, so so what would you put i I actually gave it a nine so, so i I jumped back and forth between eight point seven and nine, but I think I kind of fell with it was cool, but not like mind-blowing. Now, let's see if I can bring yours up. Mine was a 10 for this one. I saw you write that down as I was talking.
0: A 10 for this one for me signifies that this is some of my favorite suits in the MCU, period. Mm -hmm. I think the first suit that Spider-Man gets, so this one that we see here, this is the costume direction for what we will eventually get for Homecoming. They didn't change sure. anything for Homecoming. No,
1: yeah. It's the exact same.
0: And so this is where they designed it. It's perfect for the character that Spider-Man. they've created. Yeah. Um, I think Black Panther, first time we're seeing a Black Panther suit ever on screen, looks awesome. And, the well, we'll get into sound. But the fact that you already get to see some of the suit details of, like, mm-hmm. You don't hear the foot uh, steps and all that. Like I said, I know that's sound and not color and costume, but like but it's still seeing, part of it. Yeah. Um, Iron Man. One of my favorite Iron Man suits is in Civil War. This suit and the suit up that he does in this is just true. phenomenal. Um, Black Widow's Black Widow. I don't feel like her suits really change
1: much. It doesn't. Um, her and Clint, I think her favorite. My favorite
0: one is Infinity War with her. The more I would agree. Looking, yeah. Um, Captain America, love this suit. I love that. This is probably my a, favorite cap suit. There is a slight change between this and Age of Ultron. In Age of Ultron, he has a magnetic kind of gauntlet mm-hmm. on his arm that he uses. He takes it off in this one, and yeah. my headcanon is knowing that Iron Man would be able to deactivate it and cause him to like stumble in his like the use of it. He decides to go back to the bare roots and like, no, this is who I am. I'm Captain America. This is my suit. That's how I kind of view it.
1: Not to ruin that in your head, but he doesn't have it in the very beginning, first scene before they were not fighting. Um, But still, going back to like his original, like this is who I am. I saw a video that actually talked about that, and it was very similar to what you said. It was basically this person believed that uh, since it's all magnetic, so it's just metals um, that they were that he was worried cap was worried that just in the field there'd be other magnetic things that it could attach to yeah and so kind of like you said kind of going back to the roots of like oh i could lose my shield because it could attach to this garbage truck or this random other thing or you know whatever and so i'm right there with you i like that it goes back to the straps yeah
0: let's see if i can keep going let's see um roadie actually does have a better suit in my opinion it's more glossy looking in this movie um it just looks a it. little bit more vibrant speaking of vibrant vision is the most colorful we've seen in this one and his That's colors true. pop off the screen here uh, hawkeye doesn't really change much not a big fan of his suit in this one it's all right um, I mean, it's just, it's, wanda wanda doesn't get a good suit until WandaVision, to be honest
1: yeah well, i mean that's she also doesn't really have a suit in wanda vision <laughs> yeah
0: um <laughs> and then i'm trying to think there's one more character that I was like no it's not a character captain america's shield is my last point his shield mm. looks the best that it has been in all the movies it has that vibrant looking color just like vision has that vibrant off the screen look but we also get Elements of like when Black Panther scratches it, we get these scratches on it, and so it, yeah, it looks more being up in this there. movie. And so, I use the, I'm putting that into the color choices where it looks more used in this movie mm. at, at points. So, that's why, I like, these little minor details of all the costumes and the shield, it's a 10 for me.
1: That makes sense, yeah. And I, th- I think, uh, yeah, I'll put mine up to a 9.5. Um. <laughs> And I, I think you're right. It's because I, I think a lot of mine is just because I'm used to it. Like we've seen Black Panther suit now for all, like a lot of like, you know, three, yeah. four movies. We've seen like a lot of different iterations of spider mans suit. So I think because of that, I was just kind of used to it, but you're right. Like those suits are very good. And they the, like, as you were talking, I realized I was like, this is actually some of my favorite suits in general in, for all of them.
0: I will also put the caveat. These are some of my favorite suits. But I'm not going to negate that future movies that we see like Captain America and so like Infinity War and Endgame. A lot of the colors in those movies we're going to see are a little bit muted. But that's Mm -hmm. because that's the tone of that
1: movie. 100%. so
0: even though I say that these are my favorite suits, that's not why I put a 10 here. It's just the color and the tone of the movie, I think, matches everything. Because even when we get towards the end of the movie, Iron Man's suit gets dirty You start to see dents in it. You start to see like the graying color of it. Captain America, same thing. Um, Winter Soldier. That's the other character. I I could care less about his suit. Like it doesn't really look.
1: Well, he doesn't. Again, he doesn't have a suit. It's just a a shirt with one sleeve missing. Like
0: once he get his new arm, that's when that's when it looks better. Mm -hmm. So
1: the new arm is tight.
0: um, I guess we were talking about sound. So
1: yeah, do you have any comments on sound? Yeah, so um, I had a, I had two contradictory comments. Um, all right, go ahead. One is I love how they mixed in all of the different movie themes. Yeah, like you have Cap's theme, you have some Iron Man's theme, you have Black Panther's theme. Gets you hear his theme in this. I think you I know. Have you're going. all these different themes that all mesh together beautifully like really well <laughs> um but the, the now to contradict it outside of those the soundtrack as a whole i it's not super memorable in my opinion it has some good moments it has some cool you know motifs but again i think it's kind of just kind of just all it's just banking on all of these different themes almost yeah. And so, again, really good. And they're really cool how they mend them together and make these really cool, you know, moments. But, yeah. So, that's kind of my my two thoughts.
0: I would agree. I think having some of those elements with all the characters, really cool. But, for me, it also distracts from the Captain America side of things. This is a Captain America movie. We yeah. are really focused on Captain America. And so, when you do that, it kind of like pulls the focus to other characters, which is needed. Russo brothers know how to balance characters, and that is shown in this movie. Um, mm-hmm. Hence, why I think they were asked to do Infinity War and Endgame. Like they they were it's proven true. that they could do it. Um, my my critique or my the things I liked were kind of like the. Oh, Black Panther doesn't have sound when he runs or when he falls. Oh, the the grinding of the vibratium on vibratium sounds really interesting and really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Captain America's Shield and Bucky's arm, like you're really hearing the metallic things. Or like just random things like that. Yeah. But I, I would agree it doesn't it doesn't say it's the best that we've heard, because like we've already heard better, I think, within The Marvel Universe. Like, Guardians is still up there as some of my favorite soundtrack and um,
1: just sound in general. Yeah.
0: So, for me, I put it as an 8 for this one. It's still good. I still, like, when you hear all those themes, it sounds really good. Just not my favorite.
1: Yeah, I gave it as a 9 because I think I, I disagreed a little bit with, like, I liked all the different themes. And I didn't feel like that pulled away from it being a Captain America movie because it still felt very much like a Captain America movie to me. Gotcha. So that's why I didn't knock it down as much. Um, last category.
0: Last one. Or, sorry.
1: No, yeah. Last one.
0: Directing and choices.
1: Yeah. Story structure. Things like that. Yeah. I um, got
0: one major critique and that's it for this. Really.
1: Oh, oh dang. Uh, I'm going to start off on a positive note. Um, I love how in a movie with a lot of different heroes and a lot of different fighting, like Iron Man fights very different than Captain America. Yes. Captain America fights very different than Spider Man, and I could keep going down the list. All of their fighting styles and the choreography within it feels extremely unique. Like every single fight feels unique. Especially like I love like one Clint and uh, Black Widow. You know, Black Widow and Hawkeye are fighting each other. Yeah, their fighting styles feels unique. Then you throw in Black Panther, and his fighting style is completely different. And the way they film it, the way they choreographed it, just feels... Every single person feels unique in the way they fight. And I love that. Because no one felt like out of place. Nothing felt weird. And I thought yeah. all of that felt so... Re- like, and then Bucky, you throw in Bucky. Similar superpowers as Cap and Black Panther. But again, another very unique fighting style. And very different than the, the other ones. So... I thought that was great.
0: I I agree with that. I think it was really well done cinematography, choreograph and just the choices that the director's made on who to focus on at what times, especially within which I would consider one one of if not the best fight scene of all the Marvel like universe movies, which is the airport scene.
1: Oh, it's so good.
0: Yeah, it's flawless. Like mm-hmm. it moves so well and it flows from one character to another and you get to see those styles and it never feels at once like a character is just waiting their turn. Like it yes. always feels as if even in the background, another character is doing something and fighting someone else. And yeah. It always feels like there's something going on, even if you can't see it. And that's hard to do in movies, I think.
1: 100%. And
0: so... The one critique I had, and the one choice that I felt was like, hmm, this is weird, was the giant white letters of Berlin or Germany or Vienna, just the random choppiness of some of the transitions of, all right, this is where we are. I understand they really want to get the point across like, time has passed, we're in a new place, but I prefer what they did in Guardians. Where it was like almost the typing on the very bottom of the screen where it's like nowhere mm-hmm. uh, things like that I see that and I know they bring this over to um infinity war um uh, we have the big boom like especially with the guardians and stuff nowhere and like things like that um so that's my only critique but honestly that's reaching because it didn't distract me like it's there for like two seconds
1: i kind of actually disagree with with that critique mainly because i like that it's different because it feels like a different movie that way i feel like within within this universe and within you know a a connecting universe if you do similar transitions as other movies it feels like it's the same movie you know and so i like that each one is different and it feels different and it feels unique to to Captain America, and so I like that they did it differently than the other ones. And so that's just
0: that's just fair, me. yeah. Fair. Like I said, it doesn't distract me though. Like I didn't take yeah. any points off for it because it was one of those I'm like, no, not even half a point. Like that's not worth half a point. <clears throat> the fact so that did you give it I a ten, I did give it a ten. Wow, the you might have beaten
1: me just at the end
0: the biggest reason for a 10 on the directing is they found a way to balance all the characters. True. And it, it's a, we call it the mini Avengers movie, <laughs> but I feel like this movie has balanced all the characters better than some of the event or the previous two Avengers movies. Honestly, I felt yeah. like we were able to understand arcs and characters in this movie better than we did in the first Avengers.
1: Honestly. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I gave it a nine point five just because I don't know. It just felt right. It just felt right. In my gut.
0: <laughs> that's all right. I did that with the acting. So yeah. So yeah, what? I'm curious
1: what your total is because you might have beaten me out with that third ten. I don't but know I had eight, an eight in there. Your eight might have made the difference. So uh, my total was a nine point four. If my that's right.
0: Was definitely not that because there's no way it could have been an eleven. Let me recount that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're like math. It needs to be out of ten, and it's an eleven. That's how good <laughs> Captain America is. It's an eleven on a scale of ten.
0: It is. What did you
1: say it was for you? Uh, Nine point four. Nine point seven for me. Yeah, is that third ten? Yeah. I'm surprised that eight doesn't pull you down more. If I'm being honest, but you know, there we are. Oh, please say I put that eight in there. I'm recounting one more time because math is hard. Oh, I was wrong. Mine's a nine point six. Still doesn't beat yours, but it's nine point six. I didn't do the new math since I changed my my one. I lied. But it's nine point six. I did not put my that apologies. eight in there.
0: I did not put the eight in there. Nine
1: point three. Ah. So a little lower, but I was also wrong on my math. Math's hard, you know. Math is hard. Like, so, what can you but do?
0: that's still by far the highest for both of us. Like, I don't yeah. know if anything's <laughs> going to be able to touch Civil War until we get to End Game,
1: or Infinity yeah, War. End Game or Infinity War, which honestly we have to talk about. Well, we might we we might just need to do them both together. We might, <laughs> but because they are really Part One and Part Two. Like it, it is they really. Are. One total story. The one problem is you have a movie in between, so we'll have to talk about it. You well, guys will have, we'll to have to come and do, listen. Maybe we'll have to do a
0: part one, part two. <laughs> Which
1: <is just> so <laughs> <new>. <laughs> okay. Well, on that note, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we are glad you made it to the end of this crazy shenanigans. Um we post podcasts on every... We try to on every Wednesday. Sorry, if we miss a, a day here or there, life gets crazy. Um, but we really appreciate it if you listen and if you share with your friends. Um, it really helps if you like and comment and follow and subscribe and do all those things. It really helps with the algorithms. Um, share with your friends, with your coworkers, and tell them to listen. We'd really appreciate it. Follow us on social media. Like... Uh, DM us if you have any ideas or topics that you want us to talk about or to get into, because we love having random nerdy, geeky things to talk about. And me and Trey are smart people, but we want to hear your guys' thoughts. So we're gonna be having a lot of things coming up. We're gonna be having some guests come up too. And in the in you know in the next couple episodes, it's really gonna be really great. So stay tuned. Our YouTube is gonna be rolling more and more and more as the year goes on so if you prefer to see our lovely faces as we talk head over there check it out or if you listen to us on audio give us a follow on youtube anyways because the guy guy said it helps us out because you know
0: it's all geek to me